This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. A 37 year old man under arrest in connection to a weekend homicide investigation in Pueblo. Police say that Pablo Carrillo was jailed, would face charges in connection with that death. Police called to an area of South Santa Fe in I 25 early Saturday morning. Police say the victim was dead at the scene as they arrived. This now marks the fourth homicide investigation in the Steel City. A 12-year-old girl is dead following a multi-vehicle crash in eastern El Paso County. The Colorado State Patrol says the crash happened early yesterday on Colorado 94 between Page Road and Peyton Highway. We were bringing you updates throughout KRDO's morning news. Apparently, vehicles were stopped behind a school bus waiting for students to board when a car crashed into the one in the rear, creating a chain reaction effect involving two other vehicles eventually. The 12-year-old was inside one of the vehicles hit. The school bus was not involved and none of the students on board was injured. Distracted driving is being investigated as the cause of the crash. The Teller County Sheriff's Office says a body found last week is that of a missing Colorado Springs man. The body was found on Highway 67 between Divide and Cripple Creek. The county coroner has identified the man as 21-year-old Eduardo Castaneda. He was last seen on February 27th. Castaneda reportedly had gone to casinos in Cripple Creek with friends last week, but did not return home. His death was reportedly caused by a skull fracture. The sheriff's office is investigating. The man suspected of killing two people found in Phantom Canyon last year, now reported dead according to new information released yesterday by the Fremont County Sheriff. Sean and Morgan Apple of Harrisburg, Arkansas were discovered by a pair of hikers last July. Their bodies located well off the road in a remote stretch of County Road 67. Yesterday, the Sheriff's Office announced that 18-year-old Jeffrey Michael Harris of Canyon City is believed to be responsible for their deaths. Harris was found dead by means of suicide one day later, though, after the couple from Arkansas was found. Investigators say that forensic and ballistic evidence, as well as digital media records, were able to link Harris to the crime scene. There's no word on whether Harris could be linked to a previous double homicide, which was discovered also in the Phantom Canyon area from January of the same time period. We're also learning more about what went into a decision to exonerate a Pueblo County deputy involved in a case of deadly force. Recently obtained case files pertaining to Deputy Charles McWhorter in the deadly shooting that killed 32-year-old Richard Ward last year is shedding light on the internal investigation process. McWhorter told investigators that Ward reached for his gun at one point during a violent struggle in front of Pueblo West, in front of a Pueblo West Middle School, causing the deputy to fear for not only his own life but that of parents and kids around him. He's yelling, um, yeah, yeah, boy, or F yeah, or something like that when he was uh, when he was fighting with me. Um, and so he was, I mean, it, it felt like he was wanting to harm me. He was wanting to hurt me uh, and was happy about doing that. Ward's family, though, is seeing things differently, already filing a lawsuit alleging excessive force and wrongful death against The city of Colorado Springs is sending out ballots this week for the upcoming local election. Among other things, like electing a new mayor, voters will be deciding if they want to extend a park tax for another 20 years. City leaders say that if the park ballot fails, it'll be harder to keep up with maintaining and upgrading park equipment because Parks and Rec Department is struggling with a $300 million maintenance backlog. Tops tax is a sales use tax for acquiring open space and maintaining park facilities. It's a penny for every $10 in tax revenue expiring in 2025. City leaders want to continue it seamlessly by asking voters to now extend it through 2045. Britt Haley, City Parks and Rec. 
director said that the city tried extending the tax in November of 2021. At that time, they requested a slight increase in the tax. Voters said no. So if we didn't have that roughly $13 million available per year to make trails possible, to improve the park properties we have, and to importantly purchase these open space opportunities, we wouldn't have those outdoor resources everyone values. A local activist organization, Cheyenne Central, says it opposes the ballot question. They say it doesn't separate land acquisition from parks maintenance, but the city says that the TOPS fund does mandate how much can be spent for each. Low visibility, freezing fog and cold this morning. We'll see mostly cloudy skies and chilly temperatures today with highs in the upper 30s and low 40s around Colorado Springs, about 42 in Pueblo. Likely to see some patchy fog again overnight into Wednesday morning with morning lows down into the low and mid-20s. And then by tomorrow afternoon, we will break out, see a bit more sunshine late in the day. Highs Wednesday in the low 40s, Colorado Springs, 44 in Pueblo. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Larson for KRDO News Radio. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.